Welcome to the Team Packed Podcast with your hosts, Jessica McIntyre and Quinton Cools. We hope to inspire you to think critically and biblically about current issues facing our culture, challenge you to make a difference in your community, and ultimately change the world. As believers, many of us recognize the importance of Scripture in our daily lives, but struggle to make it a priority. What should our quiet times look like? How much should we read every day? What if we don't know where to start? Today's episode is Knowing Your Bible. We are having an open conversation about what role Scripture plays in our lives and practical ways to prioritize Bible intake. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the podcast. We're here with uh, Jesse Sharp, a good friend. Jesse, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, well, Jesse and J-Mac and I have worked together at Teen Pack for some time now, so it's it's really fun to be able to be partners in ministry, but then also to have a conversation about knowing your Bible. Um, you know, when we think about uh, studying the Word, you know, reading the Word on a regular basis, um, it can it can be a struggle for a lot of people. Um, so, Jesse, in, in your experience, kind of what what has that looked like, and you know, maybe speak to how you've grown in that area? Yeah. uh, So when I was growing up, um, Bible intake was something that my parents set a really great example for us from the get-go. I remember um, it was just part of our daily routine um, as we would start each day. Um, My parents were really helpful and encouraging to provide us with a Bible reading plan. A lot of times it was something like read the Bible in a year type of thing, um, and they would encourage us and check in on us to make sure that was something that happened every day. I do remember um, when I was young, it was something that um, felt like uh, a task, you know, something I had to check off each day. Um, And it was a long time, honestly, um, before I began to actually want to read my Bible. I know know that's a really common experience for a lot of people. So um, that's something that um, I am super passionate about. And I'm really excited to kind of talk about that today and just kind of explore what it looks like to kind of have that journey and come to a place where reading God's word is, is something that not is just a task, but something, it's a discipline that you enjoy. Well, I, I love that and, you know, relating it back to how you were brought up. And I think a lot of people come from kind of different backgrounds. I know for me growing up, it wasn't necessarily a thing that my parents gave us a a particular Bible reading plan or said, Hey, at 830 every morning, we expect that you're going to be sitting there having a quiet time. And and yet they had other ways of implementing that. Um, So I'm really excited to hear more just about the habit that has been established um, in your life and how that's that's come about. And that's so, so foundational to the rest of what we're going to be talking about. And just for the Christian life in general is having that intake of scripture. Yeah. And I think uh, it's important to, you know, at the beginning of a conversation like this to acknowledge that knowing your Bible, um, being in your, being in the Bible is going to be probably more so than any other spiritual discipline, the foundation, right? Because Mm -hmm. this is, um, this is God first speaking to us before we respond to him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it reveals, you know, his will for, our lives and for, you know, humanity and for the universe. Uh, It tells, you know, his story from, you know, Genesis through, you know, through the gospels, through the epistles, through to revelation, like, 
and, and you know, there's a lot that we could dig into in terms of why why it becomes difficult. Um, I, I read a quote a while back about how um, it's, you know, we fail to be in the word, not because it's difficult to understand or comprehend, but because it's work. And like, Jesse, you kind of mm-hmm. talked about that with, you know, your family growing up. And that was similar to me where, you know, I literally had like my daily chores around the house and I had my schoolwork that had to get done. And right in the middle of that, you know, somewhere in that list was reading my Bible And so it very much felt literally like a checklist item. Um, How did you like overcome that in terms of for so long feeling like this is just a thing that I have to do to something that I want to do? Yeah, I I think that, um, first of all, I kind of just want to say like, it's not in any way an overnight process. I think Mm -hmm. that as Christians, um, especially as um, people who have grown up in a Christian home where Bible intake is everywhere and is taught and is encouraged, I think that it's something that it's a journey um, to go from the point of like, this is just a checklist item. This is a rule that mm-hmm. is in my parents' household that I have to follow to taking ownership of reading your Bible, to having a desire and a motivation and a thirst for God's word. So it's a journey. It takes, it took, it's taken me years. It's something I'm still very much um, uh, a baby in, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. um, and still definitely growing in that. Um, I think that, um, some instrumental things that kind of helped um, was um, seeing incredible examples in other people. Actually, Team Pack was a great big part of this. Um, things, honestly, like Monjour um, at state classes, um, as well as going to an alumni event. Which having... I'll jump in there. If, if you haven't been to a Team Pack class recently, or if, you've, if you're not a Team Pactor, Bonjour is a, a time at Team Pack events where it's just a, a guided time in the word each morning that you just have on your own. So yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And it was it was a really excellent um just continuation of just kind of that that thing that my parents had had been working so hard to instill in me. Um so that excellent example of like what a quiet time can look like was super instrumental, as well as continuing to see examples in others. And then um, definitely some very, very valuable resources um, that I've been able to read and just listen to um, over the years have really helped. Um, But ultimately, I think that the kind of the turning point for me was kind of coming to a place where I understood that um, reading God's word is not supposed to be a discipline of labor it's supposed to be a discipline of joy. Hmm. And the reason that I should read God's word is out of a, it's, it's meant to be an active response mm-hmm. to what he, he has done for me. And so if I truly love the Lord, I will truly want to be like him. And mm-hmm. if I truly want to be like him, what better way to ch- chase after him and chase after his, his nature than to seek out his word. There's, mm-hmm. there's so many people who um, say that they've never heard God that they want to know God's will for their mm. lives and yet they don't open up the Bible. Right. Mm. And it's like, it's right there. Like he, he has definitively spoken and his will is revealed all throughout this word. And yet we don't even open it up mm. and, uh, and we'll go days or weeks, maybe longer um, without actually being in the word so I love what you're saying. Just, you know, there's a there's a heart motivation that needs to be engaged. Mm-hmm. But here, here's the struggle that I've experienced. Um, 
you know, probably end of high school, beginning of college, I was actually really good at, uh, at having a, a daily quiet time. It was a really blessed time in the word, felt like I was growing. Sometime in my college years, um, I think I just was dwelling so much on this this conversation about like the checklist mm-hmm. uh, thing, you know, and where like if if my heart's not in it, then I I shouldn't be doing it, you know, and um, and so I actually stopped, um, not necessarily intentionally, but just kind of like it just I allowed it to fade away, um, where I I just wasn't uh, making a daily habit of it. And it wasn't until years later when I would really pick that back up because, you know, because of these motivations that you're talking about, but also because, uh, you know, a couple people kind of encouraged me that the the discipline itself uh, can 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 lead your emotions. Like, right. you know, I was talking to Ken Tangle, who also works for Teen Pact, and he was saying, you know. Uh, your emotions uh, shouldn't be the engine of the train. It shouldn't be driving the train. Emotions mm-hmm. are a big part of who we are. But, you know, when you wake up at six or seven in the morning, you might not want to <laughs> read your Bible. You might not want to go for a run. But that discipline will actually, um, you know, guide you toward something that's life-giving and good. And, like, ultimately, like, God's not calling us to drudgery here. He's calling us to something exceedingly good. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, that's a really good point, Quinn and, and Jesse. I think people do forget, like, it's not this sort of thing where you get over this initial maybe training period when you're when you're younger and you learn to love being in the Word and all the things. There is a certain element of that, but there are still going to be times that are hard, times where, yeah, you get up at 4 a.m. or whatever it is, or you're up late at night and and realize you haven't spent time in the Word and whatnot, and you just don't want to. Yeah, right. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I still feel that sometimes. Mm, and And I think that's why a conversation about disciplines is important because discipline is is still doing the thing that you know you ought to do even when you you know your emotions don't necessarily lead you there mm-hmm, like you're saying mm-hmm. Quinn and yet we know and can recognize that there is blessing on the other side of that mm-hmm. there is life on the other side of that um, I mean the Bible talks about if you seek him you will find him but but it does take a, an initial seeking and a continual seeking. So I think there is a persistence that comes with that. A teacher of mine (laughs) once said something that was really life-changing for me. And it it was that if you seek him, you will find him. If you find him, you will love him. Mm -hmm. And if you love him, you will seek him. And so on and so forth. And it's just kind of this continuous Mm, cycle. But but have you guys experienced that as well where, you know, maybe there are those times of where it, it is harder and you have to just, you know, keep going and in, in that discipline, but also recognize like when you do that, when you seek him, he is faithful to his promise that he will be found mm-hmm. um, the more that you do seek him because the more um, intimacy with Christ you gain. Have you guys found that as well? Yeah, definitely. I, I, think that 
very much to what you're speaking and quit what you mentioned earlier, Quinn. Um, the, if you look at the word discipline, like if you apply it to another context, like discipline in sports, discipline in exercise, discipline in, in so many different areas, like the point isn't getting it perfect every time, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what makes discipline. Discipline is doing it consistently, even when it's ugly and hard, right? I know that I have had so many times where the discipline of reading my Bible has been messy, has been hard, has been even sometimes ugly, done with a resentful heart, done with <laughs> a you know a lazy heart. Um, but as just just like you were saying, J Mac, like our attitude and our hearts don't affect the truth and the power of God's word, mm-hmm. and God's word can still continue to work in our lives, even in those moments where like, yes, I'm reading this beautiful Psalm, but I really don't want to be here. I'd rather still be sleeping, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, um, and, and I have, I have, um, lots of, lots of thoughts on like how to, how to kind of take, um, what you read and how to kind of keep it with you throughout the day, which I think contributes, um, hmm. to like that discipline and so yeah. kind of going back to like that, um, that blessing that comes from reading God's word. Um, but I do think that like just the word itself discipline, I, I think we expect perfection from ourselves every time I expect <laughs> every morning when I read my Bible, that it's going to be this, a beautiful time of, um, Instagram worthy, exactly. You know. Just like the Holy spirit is going to speak straight into my heart and <laughs> I am going to go through my day just on, you know, absolutely feeling absolutely incredible, inspired by the word of God. And there are days like that and it's wonderful and it's such a sweet blessing. But honestly, a lot of times that isn't the case. But nonetheless, God's word is still true. God's Mm -hmm. word is still worthy of us pursuing. Hmm. So let's get into a little bit of that because I think, uh, you know, some people um, have had only certain things modeled for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, uh, what was modeled for me was like the direct reading of scripture and no additional like devotional. And so I wouldn't even, my parents never told me that I couldn't use a devotional. They probably even gave me devotionals, <laughs> but something in my mind like made me think like, I can't go to like another author to help me understand this passage. Mm -hmm. I need to just read the passage and figure it out myself. Mm -hmm. And so often I wouldn't figure it out. And so then it would be frustrating. Like I'd leave my, my quiet time like frustrated because I didn't actually understand what, (laughs) what in the world I was actually reading. And so, um, you know, but, but there are, there's great devotionals out there. You know, Paul David Tripp's New Morning Mercies is a great devotional that, that, that constantly is pointing you back to, to God, to the grace of God, to the Mm -hmm. gospel of God. Like, what what are some of those things that we can incorporate into a daily practice, um, whether that's a devotional or reading a lot of scripture, reading a little bit of scripture, meditating throughout the day? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like we need to wrestle with what that could look like. Yeah, like really practically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, um, when I was growing up, my parents, their encouragement a lot of times was to do just like a Bible in a year plan. And it was very unusual for me to actually stick to that plan and read the Bible in a year. I mean, we've um, all been in that place where right. we're 25 <laughs> chapters behind. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> so many days. Um, reading. Yeah. So that was, that was a really excellent example. I think that um, just kind of as time went on and I started, started to grow up and just come to a place where it was becoming more my responsibility responsibility to determine um, what my daily time in the word would look like. I think I started to understand like just for where I was, 
that was that felt um, unapproachable. And I don't know if you guys can relate to that at mm-hmm. all. Of just like this idea of like like some plans are like you need to read ten chapters today, but if you fall behind, you'll need to read twenty tomorrow. And mm-hmm. like that seems overwhelming to me. Um, and um, I think that that is an incredible place to work towards. But I think that all of us, when we're starting out, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times it's better to start not not small, not to minimize. Um, God's word in any way. I'm not saying like if you read less, it's not going to have as much of an impact, but like I think starting approachable. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any shame in that. I think it's just kind of going back to that whole concept of discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you start, say, you, you know, you're trying to learn the discipline of running, you're not going to get up one morning, you go run a hundred miles. Like you just can't do that, right? You start small and you work up to big. I mm-hmm. think, and, and we have those um, Bible intake muscles that were strengthening, mm, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's very much the same when it comes to reading God's word. So like, um, if, if you're a beginner, um, I, I like to tell people my very best recommendation for you. If you're just starting out, you're trying to kind of figure out what's a good starting point is to start with three chapters a day. Um, starting in Genesis, Job and Matthew. That's my very best recommendation. Um, I think there's a lot of different other options out there. But why why particularly those books? Um, I think variety is so essential. I love the idea of starting at three different points in God's word mm-hmm. um, because those particular points kind of bring you through the Bible in three different spots simultaneously and all of them, you'll—it's—it's it's a full picture of God's mm. word. And so mm-hmm. as you're reading Genesis, you're all in about the creation of of the world. You're also reading about um, the coming of the Messiah, and mm-hmm. you're reading about God's great rescue plan for us, right? And then you're reading about Job, and you're reading about hardships, um, and things that are very applicable to us in our daily lives. And so I think variety is essential. Hmm. Um, I know that there are people, I've done this, um, who just like pick one book of the Bible and go through that at a time. I think that can be a really good thing. Um, but I am starting to just kind of understand that maybe just for me personally, um, but I'm sure for others, that having a variety, um, having a daily ver- um intake that has variation of God's mm-hmm. word mm-hmm. teaches me different things yeah. and addresses different things in my life and helps me to kind of see the different aspects of God's character. Well, I think, you know, in addition to, you know, seeing different aspects of God's character, so God reveals himself with such majesty and grace in Genesis and he, um, and you kind of understand more of the mystery of his will in mm-hmm. Job, and you understand the heart of Jesus while he walked this earth in Matthew. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you get to see those different things. I also think reading different areas of scripture, like building that discipline, is important because we are drawn to what's easy. And mm-hmm. so, things like Psalms and the Gospels and the Epistles are much easier. Than yes. uh, some of the Old Testament, um, you know, stories and literature and so forth. But you know, I've I've come to find the beauty in the variety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that God used so many different authors that He inspired to write His Word, and, and there's different styles. There's poetry, and there's narrative, and there's um, you know, there's there's uh, prophecy, and there's uh, letters to churches and so forth. And and to me, that's become really interesting where even before I jump into a new uh, book to read uh, or a letter or something like that, I will actually 
read over, you know, I have a study Bible. I'll read over some of the details at the beginning, mm-hmm. the date, the origin, the author, mm-hmm. you know, the original readers. And it actually makes that book just come so much more alive mm-hmm. uh, because it's like, oh, if I can understand that like Ezekiel and Daniel mm-hmm. and Nehemiah are all in like this particular era speaking to this particular group of exiles who are broken and experiencing this hunger for hope. And then you read about that hope. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, like that, like that's, that's who God is for his people. And that's true for me today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think sometimes you have to put in the work just to like demystify some yes. of it. Like yeah, it's not as sure. hard as you think. It's not as weird as you think. <laughs> it, there was a particular historical context and style of writing and, and so on and so forth. But it's amazing to see, like you're saying, God's character revealed through all that. Right. Yeah. I love using like Blue Letter Bible, um, basically Bible studying software. And I can look at a portion of scripture or whatever and then pull up commentaries and pull up the Greek and the Hebrew and, and all the things. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It provides such a good ton- context. And I think that's important to keep in mind for all of scriptures like yeah, things like Psalms, they're they're a little bit easier to read sometimes, and that, that can be the thing that we're drawn to, but even other portions of Scripture, like, all right, what does this mean in context, short of, of time and where they were at in history, but what does this mean in context of the entire word? What does this mean mm-hmm. in context of who God is and his nature and his character and look at it um, more holistically? So I, I love that you would approach it with, you know, those different sections because you do get a bigger perspective than mm-hmm. just maybe reading it straight through at one point, which I think we all can kind of tend to gravitate towards, yeah. especially when we're first starting out. I think one of the biggest things with um, Bible intake and knowing your Bible is actually having a plan. Yes. Mm. Like, and that was probably part of like my struggle with the whole checklist thing where like I just, I felt like, having a plan and executing a plan was just like, you know, that didn't feel like it was from my heart. But, you know, we talked about how the discipline can actually bring those things into alignment. And so, um, you know, what are, what are some different ways that you guys have experienced or maybe tried out different, uh, reading plans? Um, one for me would be, um, reading a proverb a day. Um, I really enjoyed that. I've done that with different, uh, different people over the years where, you know, it's not that difficult in terms of, you know, maybe it's only 30 verses, mm-hmm. um, but there's so much rich wisdom mm-hmm. and 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 application for my daily life that I'm able to then think about that throughout the day. And, you know, if I miss, uh, you know, January 15th, then, you know, on the 16th, I look and I'm like, well, I'm going to read Proverbs 16 and I don't have to necessarily worry about catching up. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. Proverbs doesn't follow a narrative, so it's a little bit easier in that regard. Mm-hmm. What are, what are some other like suggestions that we could think through uh, in terms of ways we, we might develop this practice? Um, one of the things that I've done over the years, I've done a couple different just individual studies on individual books of the Bible mm-hmm. um, and just kind of supplementing that daily scripture reading with um, uh, reading something like from the gospel, uh, the gospels or from um, um you know, Psalm or Proverb. Um, so I know I've done like a study on Isaiah and it's just like kind of taking that intentional time um, of just like, I, I'm ready to dig deep 
-hmm. into the book of Isaiah. And so I did a lot of research, found a really good in-depth study on Isaiah that I really liked. Um, and it was just like, let's just take some time and, and let's learn everything we can about the book of Isaiah. Mm. Um, and that was, that, I mean, that's just one, one thing that I've done, but I really enjoyed. Mm. Yeah. I similarly have tried <laughs> many different things and I think it also depends on what space you're in, in life. I, I know that's changed from when I was in high school to when I was, you know, on the road with team packed and traveling a lot for classes and whatnot to, now, you know, working full time and being in school online mm -hmm. and just, just wherever you're at. So a lot of different things have been, um, tried, but I know one thing that I've really enjoyed is actually kind of approaching it with two different mentalities at two different times throughout my day. So I have my, you know, reading through the Bible, you know, cover to cover, um, at one point in life, I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get this done so fast and I'm going to read the Bible, you know, 14 times in a year or something. <laughs> and I, I did so well for two weeks. I read the Bible in, in two weeks. And uh, while sometimes that sort of thing can be good, um, I probably didn't fully understand and grasp a whole lot of it. So maybe maybe don't make that your entire life's goal, um, though more scripture is, is certainly good and there can be a time and a place for that. But what I do now is I generally am up pretty early in the morning. I'm definitely more of a morning person. <laughs> um, and before I can do anything else, part of that just waking up process and, and getting ready for my day is spending time in, in scripture, mm -hmm. in the word and journaling and understanding. And sometimes that's looking at a particular book or a particular chapter or a particular topic. And mm -hmm. generally I'm trying to understand and learn more about that one aspect of it. Um, and then later on, usually I'm on my way to work, I'm listening, um, to the Bible. So kind of like Bible in a year sort of a thing yeah. on audiobook. And that helps me just to kind of keep going and keep gaining more of that yeah. scripture and in taking more. I actually <laughs> tend to absorb more when I'm listening to it rather than reading it. Uh, when I'm reading it, sometimes my thoughts just kind of go everywhere. And for some reason, listening helps. And I think it's okay to recognize like Sometimes we learn and understand and grasp differently, and, and that's okay. Mm. Um, so I kind of have those two different approaches for it, um, and, and that's been really beneficial to me um, for sure right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think with how many uh, Bible reading plans and different things that are out there, um, it can either feel like you just don't want to start or that you don't know where to start. And so uh, my biggest encouragement to anybody who might be listening to our podcast would be, um, you know, if you're a part of a local church, talk to your yes. pastors, talk mm -hmm. to people that you trust um, who are spiritual leaders in your community um, and ask them, you know, what maybe what they personally do for Bible reading plans or what they might recommend. You know, even just the other day, uh, a professor at my seminary, Daniel Lang, uh, Ang, um, excuse me, Daniel Ng, he uh, suggested this this Bible reading plan that, you know, hey, maybe a lot of you have done Bible in a year and you've done that multiple times and you've been able to see God's grand plan and that's awesome. But um, what would it look like to instead read just a chapter of a book? What would it look like to just read a verse and write it out 50 times? What would it look like to listen to it on audio? 
And so um, what I'm trying out uh, as we begin this new year is to do kind of what he's recommended in, and that is to take a single book of the Bible for like a month and just look at it from all these different perspectives, like read a commentary on it, read, um, you know, read the intro of a study Bible, you know, meditate on a single verse and how I'm supposed to apply that, you know, listen to a sermon on it. Um, you know, the other day I found a spoken word artist who just read first mm -hmm. Corinthians in a really like rhythmic, beautiful way. And it made certain parts of, of Paul's letter just come alive. And I was like, oh, that's what Paul meant. Mm -hmm. And actually there's conviction there and I need to apply mm -hmm. that. And I think that ultimately is what's so profound about getting into the word, um, Bible intake, this idea of knowing your Bible is that that's where God meets us. That's mm -hmm. where God, through his word, brings conviction and change and transformation. Um, and so, you know, we need to incorporate this in different ways through reading, through study, through meditation. Like there's so many different things that we can and ought to implement, but we honestly just need to start. I think yeah. a lot of, a lot yes. of us have struggled and we need to commit to that discipline. Right. I, I agree. I, and I think it's okay to recognize like you might not be in a place of wanting that, um, where you, you just are so desperate to be in the word. I remember hearing a story when I was younger about these people, this one particular person who, you know, she woke up every day and she was so excited to just simply be with Jesus. And she opened her Bible first thing and just read for hours and hours and hours. And I was like, that is what it means to be right, right, spiritual, right? right? Yes. And, and, and so it was hard when that just didn't come quite in the same way. But I think it's important to recognize it's okay to be in a place where you want to want it and to be honest with yourself and to be honest with God about that. And then to approach scripture with humility in that and ask God mm. <laughs> to give you that desire because his word is life-giving and he desires that for us. But uh, yeah, I think it's important to be honest and to start because think, that will come. I think that's so good. Um, I think that reading God's word can so quickly become just kind of a battle of comparison. Mm. Um, and I mean, for you guys listening, like anything that we've kind of described what we do, like if you don't do any of those things, that doesn't mean um, any, any of the plans that we've discussed. Like if you don't do exactly what we do, like that's okay. Like there are a lot of different ways that um, um, God uses his word to speak to us. And there's so many plans and there's so many different ways to study God's word. Um, and so it, it's, I think that it's just so easy for my heart to fall into this temptation of like, well, my gosh, like I didn't, I'm not reading the Bible the way that Quinn is reading his Bible. And like, I haven't done that where I like study a book from all sorts of different angles. So therefore Quinn is probably more of a <laughs> Christian than I am. And therefore like, um, I have some catching up that I need to do. Um, and it, it that's not what it is about. Um, Bible intake and reading God's word is such an individual thing. Um, and it's ultimately, ultimate accountability for it is between you and the Lord. It's about your relationship with the Lord. Um, and that's kind of what it comes down to. So it doesn't matter if you read three chapters and someone else reads 10, like if you read 10 and someone else has read three, like that's not what it comes down to. It's not points. Um, it's, it's really about how can you 
come to, how can you be studying God's word so that you understand his character more, understand his will more? That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. And and looking at all of scripture as that which is 2 Timothy 3, breathed out by God, profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that we uh, may be complete equipped for every good work. That's what God is wanting to accomplish in us. He wants to make us more like his son and there's good works to be done. So let's let's commit to knowing our Bible a little more this year. Let's commit to being disciplined. Let's develop a practice of knowing our Bible and, and receiving from the Lord. Thank you for joining us for this special edition of the Team Pact Podcast. Have any questions about today's episode? Send us an email at communications at teampact.com. Or you can visit our website for more information about our programs and state classes. 